Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Happy Friday, or whenever you're listening to this, um, whatever you're doing. I'm sitting here looking out the window as I record, and it's kind of gray and gloomy and cloudy, and I'm just feeling in need of a little bit of sunshine, and so I'm hoping that this episode provides some sunshine for you, whether it's cloudy where and when you're listening to this or not. Today, I kind of have just a different episode idea. If you're anything like me, your life may involve listening to the soundtrack to your kids' favorite movies like approximately a thousand times, and your mind starts to wander and you start to think about the songs and this happened to me recently listening to Moana soundtrack so spoiler alert if you have not yet seen Moana I may give away some important plot points here so go watch the movie first um anyway (laughs) my kids have been really into wanting to listen to Moana soundtrack lately and we were listening and I was just thinking oh wow like this applies to my life and really kind of got all deep and philosophical with it. So I just wanted to kind of share that with you all today and hopefully it brightens your day. At the beginning of the movie, we see Moana, she's on the island, but she wants to go out into the ocean. She wants to leave. She thinks if I could just go out on the ocean, it'd be so wonderful. She wants to go out, but her father, who's the chief, tells her you got to stay here this is your place right here and you're going to be the next chief after me here's your place and you know there's some back and forth if you've seen it you know you don't need me to tell you the whole plot but anyway we get to the song where her dad and some of the village people are singing and talking about you can find happiness right where you are I think is the name of the song pretty much have the song memorized, but I'm not sure if that's the name. Anyway, um, I'm just going to read a few of the lines from it that really kind of stood out to me and made me think a little bit deeper here. So at one point in the song, Moana's dad says to her, there comes a day when you're going to look around and realize happiness is where you are. And then a little later on, he also tells her, you'll be okay, in time you'll learn just as I did, you must find happiness right where you are. And then I love this at the end of the song, 
Moana's talking and she says, or singing, not talking. She says, so here I'll stay, my home, my people beside me. And when I think of tomorrow, there we are, I think is the other people. But she says, I'll lead the way. I'll have my people to guide me. We'll build our future together where we are. Because every path leads you back to where you are. You can find happiness right where you are. And at the risk of completely overanalyzing a children's movie, I think we can really take this idea from the song and apply it to our lives in a positive way. You can find happiness right where you are. In the movie, Moana wants to leave her island. She thinks she'll be happier once she's out on the ocean. And again, spoiler alert, eventually she does leave her island. But, and I think this is a really important but, she decides first, in the middle of the song, she decides that she can find happiness right where she is. And I love that she makes this decision to stay, to find fulfillment and satisfaction right where she is. She doesn't make the decision to leave her island until later when they realize the island is dying and her grandmother tells her she can help by going to find Maui and on and on um so eventually she does leave but when she does it's from a different motivation it's not well i will just be happier if i can go out on the ocean she's already made the decision i can find happiness right where i am right here i can live a meaningful fulfilled life right here even if i never go out on the ocean and then she does eventually get to but it's a totally different motivation so i think that as people as moms we can get really stuck in this i'll be happy when mindset um culture around us tells us this a lot. I mean, this is advertising. You'll be happy when you buy our new shampoo and your hair looks better. You'll be happy when you go on vacation to this place. You'll be happy when you organize your closet this way. And I'm not saying any of those things are bad, just that we are constantly kind of fed this, you'll be happy when. And we find ourselves thinking things like, I'll be happy when my baby sleeps through the night. I'll be happier when everyone is potty trained. I'll be happy when they can all buckle themselves in the car. I'll be happy when our financial situation allows me to quit my job and stay home with my kids. Or I'll be happy when everyone is old enough that I can go back to a job I love but stepped back from while they were little. I'll be happy when my kids stop fighting with each other. Do not hold your breath. (laughs) Conflict resolution is a lifelong learning skill. Um, I'll be happy when we move into a bigger house. We can have a never-ending list of I'll be happy whens. And these things are not bad things. Like I said, having your baby sleep through the night can bring a lot of joy. (laughs) But having an attitude of I'll be happy when almost never brings joy. And I think the root issue is that when we have an I'll be happy when mindset, we end up throwing away a season of our life. We think, okay, well, I can't be happy now, but I'll be happy when. And every season of your life is part of God's plan for your life. 
And if it's part of God's plan for your life, then there are blessings there and there are things you can choose to be grateful for. So when we have this idea that I'll be happy when, we miss out on all the really wonderful things around us right now. A quotation that I really love from Cory Ten Boom, she said, the safest place to be is at the center of God's will. And I know I've talked about her a little bit before, but she lived through World War II and was in a concentration camp. But, you know, lots of difficult, horrible, awful seeming situations. But she says, if a situation is God's will for you, that's the safest place for you to be is the center of God's will. And I think this also applies to the most joyful place to be is the center of God's will. It doesn't mean we're going to be like super happy every second and life will be perfect. And I'm not trying to belittle the hard things like sleep deprivation when your baby is little is real and it is really hard. A life that looks different than what you planned is really hard. Seasons of financial difficulty or illness or other stresses and worries, they're very difficult. And I'm not saying that we should just resign ourselves to saying suck in these challenging times, but what I'm talking about is the attitude that always looks to a new or better time and thinking we'll be happy then, we'll be happy then. Because we're like Moana when we're just staring at the water, we don't notice the beautiful coconut trees on the island and the way God has provided for all of our needs. In the song they sing about you know, we eat the fruit from the coconut, we use the leaves to build fires, we use the fibers to make fishing nets. And when she's staring out at the water earlier in the song or even before the song, she doesn't see all those blessings right there, all those ways God has provided for them through coconut trees and whatever else. So I think, I mean, maybe that's reading way too much into Moana, but when we're focused on the next thing, the next thing, the next best stage, we miss out on the blessings that are right in front of us. So I think a practical application for this is looking at how can we move out of living in this I'll be happy when mindset and taking our cue from Moana and from what her dad says in the song, look around you. Right now, right where you are, look around you. Look for the things that you can thank God for in this moment that you can appreciate about right now. So when you find yourself with a bad case of the I'll be happy whens, make a list. Write it down on paper, say it out loud to your children or whoever's listening, whoever's near you, talk to yourself, talk to God. Put it down on paper about all the things around you that you can be thankful for right now. It's so much easier to think, I'll be happy when this, I'll be happy when this, than to say, wow, look at what is right now around me that is wonderful. And I think just an encouragement with this is that your children are watching you and they are learning from your attitudes. And this little anecdote um, from the other day, my three-year-old, when we were getting ready to walk out the door in the morning, he was just sitting there putting on his shoes and he said, thank you for everything we have. We have so much. We have beds. And then he elaborated, but I just, I 
was struck by, wow, he has been hearing me just in the mornings. I've been trying to just out loud just say, thank you, God, for this, and thank you for this, and thank you for that. And he's been hearing me, and now he's doing it. And this is not to say I'm so great or perfect because I, I don't do this well all the time. And I also complain plenty, I'm sure, and they have learned to copy that as well. But I just, it was a really impactful moment for me to see, okay, he's been hearing me look around and express gratitude out loud for the things around me. And now he's doing it. So if your own heart changes are not enough to motivate you to look around and be grateful, maybe thinking of how it affects your children is another good motivator for that. So that's kind of one shift to get out of I'll be happy when is to just look around right now where you are and say, what can I be thankful for? I have a working stove. I have a refrigerator. We have money to buy food. We have a washer and dryer in our home. We have running water. We have all the things that are so easy to take for granted. So that would be my first thought as a a practical application, a way to shift out of this I'll be happy when mindset. And another mental shift out of I'll be happy when-itis is to look at your life now and really examine it through the lens of what are the things that right now you currently have that you used to pray for and long for like did you used to be single and you prayed for a great husband to come along and now you have him you get to live with him did you used to not have children and you prayed that god would give children to you and now they're here in your home whether they came to you through adoption or biologically or their foster children you're caring for whatever it is is that something you used to pray for and now you have don't forget right um a home to live in maybe you you know used to live a different place and you prayed for a bigger home or a home in a different location or whatever it is a place with a backyard is there a job that you in the past prayed that you could have and now you have it or your husband has it is there a time your child was sick and you prayed for them to get well to get healthy to come through it and now they're well it is so easy for us to forget these things right these things we used to pray for and we used to think i'll be happy when I have children. I'll be happy when my child isn't sick anymore. I'll be happy when we have a bigger house. And now you have it. It's our our brains as humans were so quick to forget. Like I was thinking through this and thinking of some examples that I could share from my life. Like I love the school that my son goes to right now. It's a charter school, so there was like a lottery list and For months, he was on the wait list before he got in. And I used to just pray every day, okay, God, if it's your will, if this is a good fit for our family, I really would love for him to get in. I really would love for him to get in. If it's going to be a good fit, please let it work out. And God did let that work out. He did get a spot and it is a great fit. And I prayed for that for months and yet I so easily forget about that answered prayer and it's easy to just look to the next thing or 
Um, I like to tell my kids sometimes, I say, oh man, I wanted to have you for so long and I kept asking God that I could have a kid like you. And he said, it's not time, not yet. It's not time yet, a little while longer. And then finally he said it was time. And my kids love this story or this way of telling it. It also helps me remember wow, I used to long for them, I used to pray for them, and now I get to live every day of my life with them. That doesn't mean there aren't challenges and frustrations and difficult things. I'm not trying to say we should just pretend there are no problems in life, but remembering these things we prayed for, and now we have them. So on a practical level, this might look like making a list for yourself things that you prayed about that you longed for in the past that you are now getting to live in your life on a daily basis the bible talks so much about remembering what god has done for you um just a couple of verses psalm 77 11 says i will remember the deeds of the lord yes i will remember your miracles of long ago Psalm 105.5 says, remember the wonders he has done, his miracles and the judgments he has pronounced. Um, I have a huge list, but it would take too long. So anyway, look it up. Remember, there are so many different verses in the Bible where we are called to remember what God has done for us. And I think part of why we're called to remember is because it helps us to, to see, oh, God is taking care of me. God has taken care of me. And it helps us to not be so quick to forget all those ways. And I think that's part of why the I'll be happy when mentality doesn't work out for us. Because as soon as that when comes to pass, we're always looking ahead to the next when. But choosing to sit down, to write out, to remember, and to notice the things God has done for you in the past and to thank him for all those ways that he has blessed us will help us to find happiness. Not in some distant bright future, but just like Moana, we can find happiness right where we are. Thanks for listening today, friends. I hope this episode encouraged and inspired you. If it did, I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at practicallyjoyfulmom or you can send me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. So glad we got to share this time together today. Thanks for choosing joy with me, friends.